0: Hey, Reach Paramount, welcome to our podcast. We really hope this message encourages and challenges you as you walk with the Lord every day. Enjoy this message. And today I'm going to talk about a value that's going to apply to every single person in this building. In fact, this is a value not only do you need to have in church, but you need to have it in your life with other people, in your relationships outside of church. Somebody say amen. amen. So let me read you this particular... Uh, value. Hold on a second. Here we go. It says, define and align is what I want to talk about. It means define and align is ministry is released when we communicate and collaborate as a team, aligning with Christ's will. So we collaborate, we communicate as a team, when we're in alignment or we are in aligning ourselves with Christ's will. Let me read you a few scriptures, then we're going to pray, then I'm going to dive right into this. I'm not going to preach very long, hopefully. Proverbs 12:26. I am the pastor, I can preach as long as I want, but I'm not going to preach that long. But the Bible says, the righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. Let me read the good news or the ERV version, which actually means the easy to read version, which I like to read. Good people are careful about choosing their friends, but evil people always choose the wrong ones. So let's pray. Father, we thank you today for the Holy Spirit. We thank you, God, for everything that you've been doing so far and the word that have been ministered. So I just pray for the anointing of God as your people hear the word today in Jesus' name. Everyone said? Amen. So the Bible is very clear. It gives us very clear definitions about how we are to align ourselves with the right people. In other words, choosing carefully who your friends are. And the Bible says when you have righteous values, when you are righteous in your morals, when you're righteous in your ways of thinking, it saves you from aligning yourself with the wrong people. And it says that evil people always seem to choose the wrong ones or the wrong people to associate with. Why? Because their hearts are evil. And so, have you ever heard the term, birds of a feather flock together? Right, so we have to align ourselves with the right people. So, we're talking about relationships, we're talking about companionship, we're talking about friends, we're talking about teams, uh, we're talking about associates, people that you connect with. So, let me be real here tonight. How many have been burned by other people? I think by a show of hands, some of you didn't even lift your hand. But, you know, you've been burned. Somebody did you wrong. You've had a bad relationship. You had a relationship with someone, and, and all of a sudden it went bad. And, and how many understand the pain is real? Bad relationship, bad ties to that person, bad alignment to that person. Uh, if you're a Raider fan here, you know what a bad relationship is. They've let you down every year broken your heart every year, and you just keep going back and going back. But let's start with the pain, okay? Let's start with the pain and the bad relationship. I'm trying to get some of you delivered here, but we're not, we're not going to gloss over it. We're not going to pretend, but let's acknowledge the pain of broken relationships. Many would argue that probably one of the greatest, or if not the greatest hurt in life is when there is pain in relationships. It causes us to be a little fearful about friendships and intimacy. And what happens when we have a bad relationship with someone or we get burned or we get hurt by someone. What we tend to do is we build walls around our hearts. And we keep people at a safe distance, not too close, because I don't want to get hurt again. I don't want to be abandoned again. I don't want to be uh, uh, misunderstood. And so we have this fear of relationships. And believe it or not, it's harming you more than you think. In fact, Genesis chapter 2, one of the first things that God says about man in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. Then the Lord God said, it is not good for man to live alone. I will make him a suitable companion to help him. Now, we often reference this scripture to marriage, and it does apply to that. But I believe it applies to relationships in general. In other words, we're not supposed to do life alone. Pastor Rob talked about life on life. We're not supposed to be walking alone. There's supposed to be people walking alongside of us, helping us in this journey. And I believe this, if you'll be real honest with yourself today, if you'll kind of put aside any distractions right now, that this could be one of the most powerful messages right now that can change your life in 2024. That just this short time that I'm going to minister and everything that you heard can really change everything, the outlook of 2024. Because listen to me, if we get our friends right, we start our life right. The right friends set us up for blessing and success in areas that really matter. But let me just tell you, on the flip side of that, the wrong friends, if you start your friendships wrong, you start your life wrong. And all of a sudden, these connections will cause more pain, more struggle, more trials, more bad decision, and more destruction in your life. And you've heard me say this, and I'm going to say it to you. You can write it down again. Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Show me who your friends are, and I'll show you who you are. You don't like this kind of preaching, but I'm going to preach it anyway. Show me the people you spend the most time with, and I'll show you the direction of your life. And I read this quote. The company we can, uh, that we keep can shape more than just the outcome of a situation, but these individuals can actually shape who we are and t- consequently who we become. Solomon said it this way, and let me read you this proverb, Proverbs thirteen twenty. Walk with the wise and become wise. For a companion of fools, what suffers harm? So, if you want to be wise, hang around wise people. Hang around people that you know are not fools. That's what the Bible said. It said the companion of fools suffers harm. Now, notice what Solomon did not say. He didn't say a fool suffers harm. A fool He didn't say a fool suffers harm. He said a companion or a friend of fools suffers harm. So what does that mean? It simply says that I don't have to be a fool to suffer harm. All I have to do is be around fools to suffer harm. So the question is, what fool are you hanging out with today? Now, many of you may say, well, didn't Jesus say don't call anyone a fool? He wasn't using this context. This context that Proverbs is using, he's not using the word fool as an insult. He's not using the word fool as good for nothing. It's more of a description. The word fool here in Proverbs is describing a person that deliberately and intentionally rejects wisdom. They don't want to hear a wiser way. They refuse to hear a wiser way. They refuse any kind of discipline. They have no fear of God. They reject spiritual and practical wisdom. And so some of us, we, don't understand, we understand that B.C., before Christ, we hung around with fools. Some of us were, were the food that people hung out with. Am I right? But here we're at all ships. It says, when you get around wise people, it rubs off on you. You will evolve or you will emerge with who you are around. In other words, Solomon is saying, walk with the wise and you'll become wise. In other words, association breeds assimilation. You take on or you absorb those who you're with. In other words, there's no such thing as the casual and free relationship. Every relationship that you have has a consequence. All relationships are consequential. They either push us forward or hold us back. They propel us to our purpose or push us to our pain. They bring joy or they bring sorrow. They're incredibly impactful even when we are not aware of the impact. You don't realize some of the toxic people that you're hanging around with are affecting you. This is why the Bible says hang around wise people. So I got this thing here. Let me see if I can open it up. Here we go. And so let's just say that this is you and your your cup is half full. And you need others. Who, well, they made it kind of complicated here. So here we go. All right. And maybe, yeah, yeah. I want you to open up this soda here. This good. Thank you. I didn't realize I was going to be opening up everything, but that's okay. <laughs> I never asked for anything to be sealed, but that's all right. Thank you. So this day, this is you, and and your life needs a little bit more pouring into, you need more wisdom, you need more insight, you need more help. And so someone with wisdom and insight begins to fill your life. And you see how you rise up to the level? You start going up in your level because somebody begins to fill your life. But then you got the fool, you got the toxic person that gets around your life, and guess what happens? They fill your life, but it begins to darken every else, everything else that you were wise for, everything else that was going for you. It darkens your entire life. That's what happens when you hang around people that are foolish. But if you hang around people who are better than you, smarter than you, who are better marriages than you, who handle money better than you, then you'll begin to rise up to their level. We have to realize today, don't just get around fun friends, get around wise friends. Oh, I hang out with her because she's fun, but she's a fool. She's a fool. Oh, but she's fun. She's a fool. You're going to become a fool. I hang around this person because I have a lot of fun. No, hang around wise people. Hang around people that are going to influence you in a good way. If I've had any success in my life, I can look back at my life and I can see where God put the right people at the right time in my life. All of a sudden, they change my mindset, and I begin to see the blessing of what it is to be around some wise people. I realize that when I'm alone, when I'm by myself, I don't do very well. How I many? Most of the trouble that you ever got in in your life, BC, you didn't do it alone. You were around with somebody else. Yeah, he's my running partner. He's my road dog. That road dog's the fool. Get rid of that dog. Amen. Shoot that dog. Run over that dog. I was running with this guy. Yeah, stop the drama. Get away from toxic people. You've heard me say this before. You're the average of your five closest friends. Chances are, the five closest friends around you, you're the average of them. They make so much income, you're probably right in the middle. If you're around these people, uh, that's what happens. You're probably right around in the middle when it comes to money, when it comes to all these other things in your life. You're right in the middle. If you're around people that partied, and some of these people that partied uh, and got stoned on New Year's Eve... Maybe you had three or four friends that did. Chances are you got stoned. And you don't act shocked at me. (laughs) Chances are you. In fact, turn to someone and say, is it you? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. So are you pursuing God? This is why you have to align your friends, and you've got to choose the right friends. Think about areas in your life. If you want a good marriage, hang around people that have good marriages. If you want to have better finances, get around people that know how to do that. If you want to be stronger spiritually, hang around people that are strong spiritually. If you want to have more faith, get around people that have faith. But if you want to get in shape and, and be fit, don't hang around with a guy that eats Twinkies for, as a hobby. That guy's not going to help you. Am I right? Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Who are you aligning yourself with? Here's what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter, uh, chapter 17, uh, verse 17. Or chapter 17, verse 17. It says, a friend, look at what it says. Uh, this is the FBV version. A friend is someone you may or may not know, uh, know well, who accepts your friend request on Facebook. This person is born to hit like and comment on your post to make you feel good about yourself or about ourselves. That's the FBV version. That's the Facebook version. How many know that's the false version? (laughs) That's not true. But here's what the book of Proverbs says in Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves you all the time, and brothers help in time of trouble. So what I want to say, I'm going to end with this in a few moments, is defining and aligning our relationship, we got to begin to shift our thinking. And I'm going to say this, I've said it before, I'm going to say it to you again. My welfare, my well-being, is not just determined by who I am, but it is equally related with who I'm with. 1 Corinthians 15, 33 says, do not be misled, deceived, do not be fooled, bad company corrupts good morals. So Paul was saying that our relationships influence us, who we align ourselves with influence us I've used this illustration and I want to use it again you need to picture yourself as a bus driver and people are getting on your bus basically you're picking up relationships along the way all of us in the journey of life you're the bus driver and you're picking up relationships along the way The issue is, not only are you picking up relationships along the way, but where you sit them makes a big difference. And some of us today, you just pick them up and they sit right there in the front. They have as much influence as everybody else. We picked up some bad relationships. There are people that probably should have got off your bus. Are you with me? There are people who should have never got on your bus in the first place. You probably should tell them, hey, this is your stop, buddy, right here. No, no, I got, no, no, get off right here. This this is your stop. (laughs) But if you're not careful today, the way you align them, where you put them on that bus is who you give the most influence to. And it's your job. Relationship management is life management. God, basically today what he does, what God does is many times when we think about what God does, is God basically sends people and we're supposed to align them where they're supposed to be. It's our job. How many have ever played the game of Monopoly? And the game of Monopoly is buying property and negotiating and then exchanging money and all of that, we know that, and... People, But when it really comes down to monopoly, it's really the roll of the dice. Am I right? Because, man, if you roll the wrong one, you skip the property, you got to come back around. By that time, you've lost it. The roll of the dice. Unless you're a cheater, like I know there's some of you here. You're a cheater when you play. But anyway, if monopoly is the roll of the dice, can I just tell you, life and relationship is not the roll of the dice. You got to make the right choices. You got to define who these people are in your life and you have to align them. When they come into your life, do they get on the bus or do they not? When they get on your bus, do they stay on your bus or they do get off? Or should they be in front of the bus or should they be more in the back? It's a good relationship, but... I don't need that person. I, I like that person. We're good, we're good friends. They're not toxic, but they shouldn't be in the front. Did you hear what I'm saying? I need this person in the front. I need this person that's inspiring me. I need this person that's helping me. I need this person that tells me the truth. Can you say amen? Doesn't just tell me what I want to hear, but tells me what I need to hear. And I'll say this. I'll end it with this. You've heard me say this. And it always, it always, I always get a kick out of it. American Idol. You see some people when they're auditioning. And I'm thinking, this one person gets up and they start singing, oh my God, you cannot sing. How many have heard that? You go, oh my gosh, you know. And Simon just bashes them, you know, like, ah, you know. But I'm just thinking to myself, did you not have a friend that would tell you the truth? Like, dude, that's not your talent, man. Don't even try it. You can't sing. Are you with me? They don't have the right people in their lives that will tell them the truth. And save them from the embarrassment. We need friends that will tell us the truth. And help us along the way. Can you say amen? We need to define and align our relationship Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Let's pray today. Father, we thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com slash give.